So what if I told you that I might be pregnant? I mean, I I don't know. I just, I had a party last night. My mom was out of town and I had everyone over and I just really wanted to lose my virginity. And so I did. But the next morning when I was using the bathroom, I heard this plop and I saw that a condom fell out while I was peeing. What would you say? I mean, that's not my story, but that's the story of the movie we're talking about this week. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Unbound Cinefem. My name's Avery, your host, and I'm coming at you this week with a comedy which is very mm, very strange for my taste you could say i think every movie that i have reviewed on um this podcast so far has been horror and action so this is the first comedy um and i first heard about this movie uh last year i mean it did come out last year but i heard about it actually on a podcast uh the director was talking about it and um i really i mean it sounded interesting but i also like watching the trailer i was like i don't i don't know how i feel about this after watch isn't that weird like (laughs) you hear about it and you're like that sounds really good and then you watch the trailer and you just are kind of like turned off a little bit by it that's what happened and I added it to my watch to like my watch later and um it just sat in there until now because I was inspired to watch it so um we'll just get into it the movie that I'm talking about this week is Plan B directed by Natalie Morales it was released in May of 2021, so it's almost a year old, um, and it stars, and I really hope I'm not pronouncing this wrong, um, Kyuhu Verma as Sunny and Victoria Marules as Lupe. Um, those are the two main characters. Of course, you have all the, the different spunky side characters, um, but those are the two main girls, their best friends in high school, and um, so th- this movie is a comedy. It's been compared to Superbad, Project X, um, but it's kind of actually been said that it's not as raunchy as those movies. Um, but I mean, it's it's a little up there. So quite honestly, after watching it, <sighs> I, I, it's exactly what I expected from it. Um, comedies are very iffy with me. I'll watch it for a good time, for sure. Um, but, like, it's very hard to be impressed by a comedy. And especially if, like, like the only way that I can be impressed by, by a comedy movie is if I actually laugh. And... I don't think there was a moment where I laughed in this movie or like if it if it gets like like a any type of reaction from me um whether I'm like cringing or like you know whatever um if it makes me feel uncomfortable then like if it does that like wow but I there were only a few times that I might have felt like like WTF kind of thing but I 
I didn't laugh very often. Um, so we'll just go ahead, talk about what the movie is about, because I'm sure I'm sitting here talking about it and y'all are like, I mean, I'd love to hear you talk about it, but I would really like to know what this movie is, is about. So the movie opens up with Sunny and her mother, um, and they're, you know, getting ready for the, for the school day, work day. You kind of get this, um, like, snapshot into their life as an Indian American family. Um, and, you know, so she, the mother's talking to her about how she needs to make sure that she, um, you know, studies hard for her tests and make sure she does this, make sure she does that. Um, kind of just setting the, the tone in terms of the expectations for Sunny as a teenage girl. Um, and then the scene, you know, cuts back and forth between Sunny and Lupe. Um, we get a snapshot of Lupe's family and her home life. Um, and she likes to dress, uh, eccentrically, you could say. And so she's sitting at, uh, at the breakfast table with her father and like, it's just all brothers, younger brothers. I think she might be the oldest, but it's all, it's all younger siblings, but they're all boys. And the dad's like, you know, that's so unattractive. Like, take your take that lipstick off because she had, she was wearing black lipstick. He was like, that's so unattractive. Take your black lipstick off. Like, you know, just really talking her down. And she um, she's like, oh, like, it's just the way I want to express myself. Like, they're going back and forth. And he ends up snapping on her. And she was like, is it because I'm the only woman in the house? Like, um, and so... That was, I really liked the way that they opened the movie up with that because it does give you kind of like that, that tonal idea of, okay, this is, this is their home life. This is the kind of like cloud that they're walking around with. Not like a dark cloud, but just like, you know, this thing that's, that's being hung over their head. And I think a lot of us can can sympathize with that because whether you grew up as a child of a um of an immigrant family or a child of a low-income family or you know you grew up as a child with a family who had disparities right and you know we, we all had certain expectations of us that we had to uphold um and it was it sometimes felt like we were really carrying the family on our backs in terms of you know you're the first one to go to college you're the first one to do this whatever um so then we move on to school and at school we kind of see just like what the culture is um in this little south dakota town of theirs um and you know like so the they're sitting on the bus and the the bus is just riding through like cornfields passing barns and passing it's like it's just like midwest middle of nowhere you have like the like the same geography for the for the next three miles right um and they get to school, they're in the locker room, and, um, you know, there's these other teen girls who are talking about their sex lives, and Sunny is saying, like, I haven't even had my first kiss yet, and, pe- and like, people are already doing these crazy sex positions, and um, 
So it kind of just starts that conversation. And quite honestly, the dialogue is just very teen movie stereotypical. Um, and like there was she was in gym, her and Lupe, and they were standing. And um, it's when we first meet like Sonny's crush. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I just want to devour him. something like that. Like, and it was just like, yeah, I can see I can see what kind of audience you were going for. <laughs> so there's a party that's supposed to that there's a party that's supposed to be happening. But something happened to where um, that party got canceled. And as a way to lure Sonny's crush like into Sonny's life, <laughs> um, Lupe lies and is like, yeah, Sonny's having a party at her house and invites everybody. And um, so that kind, of, that kind of is the plot driver for this, right? So they make this concoction of alcohol and um you know they get drunk off it sunny and and lupe they get drunk off of it and sunny's whole initiative um for having this party is to hook up with her crush and she eventually finds that her crush is leaving with another girl and so she goes into the bathroom and this like he- like heavily christian midwest white kid is in the bathroom and he's like they're like you know kind of comforting each other in terms of like they're just not having a good time one thing leads to another and they end up having sex and um, they use protection right um but it lasts three seconds maybe and then he's like i just had premarital sex and he he just leaves (laughs) and so after that um, you know, the rest of the party goes on. Sunny and Lupe wake up in in Sunny's house. Um, everybody's gone and they're, you know, puking, trying to recover, whatever. Well, Sunny goes to the bathroom and she goes to pee and then she hears this boop and she looks down and it's the condom that they had used. And um she just she's like, "Oh my gosh, what am like what am I to do?" So this discovery um, then kind of catapults the plot and it sends Sunny and Lupe on the search for Plan B pill. Um, And the first place that they go is like a local pharmacy, probably the only pharmacy in town, I'm guessing. Um, And like there's this running joke throughout the whole movie and it's like, oh my gosh, the Indian mafia. Like, every time Sunny sees another, like, Indian person, um, she's just like, oh my gosh, Indian Mafia, like, they're gonna tell my mom, da 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 And, uh, uh, Lupe doesn't believe her. <laughs> so they walk into the store, and she's, you know, it's like, oh my god, like, the, the farm, the... <laughs> The, oh my gosh, the pharmacist, there we go, the pharmacist um, is Indian, and she's like, oh my gosh, the Indian mafia, like, my, you know, he's gonna tell my mom, and my mom's gonna find out, and Lupe's like, girl, you're tripping, um, so they go up, and they try to buy it, and um, his, like, demeanor completely changes, and they, he's like, oh, can I see some ID, and so they go ahead, they give him their, their ID, and, um, 
that's when we learn about the the conscience clause um and this hap this i don't this is in a lot of midwest towns um but it's pretty much just you know they can't sell her the pill because it goes against their beliefs and um so then they move on to um they're like oh well there's a planned parenthood in rapid city we can just go there so you know this whole movie just follows them as they try to find the plan b pill um and try to get help for this situation and of course um you have you have a certain amount of time um that you can take the plan b pill until it's no longer effective um and so yeah that's that's the entire plot and i'm not really i'm not gonna spoil it either because it's just that's that's the premise of the movie and that's all you need to know um and i think that this movie highlights the things that were already going on in america specifically um and the thing about comedy movies is that they typically they're typically satire um or they choose certain things um within society and they choose to make fun of it you know try to make comedy out of it but um in 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 the process they shed light on it on a serious issue and that's what this movie does um and so the Midwest is known as a contraceptive desert. Um, you know, South Dakota, North Dakota, all of the surrounding states. Um, it's like like a contracep a contraception desert is where your options for effective contraception and even like um, like women's healthcare is limited um and so like a planned parenthood was i think it was 3 hours away from them and so and that was their nearest one whereas like in Florida you have a you have a few more than that and even in more like um like blue states you have you have one in almost every city this movie sheds light on the way that teenage girls but specifically sunny in this movie um they it's not even like she made a mistake and now she's trying to reverse it but in terms of she they did the right thing um you know like uh an error occurred like it wasn't even their mistake you know just an error occurred and um she could either pay for it for the rest of her life or she could try to find effective health care um, to get it taken care of. And even like there's a scene in the movie where we see them in their like um, it, I think it's like just a health class and it's you know, they're talking about sex ed and the sex ed is not effective at all. Like it is it sets the tone for just the how the overall religion of that specific town dictates like their education um but like they watch this movie um on a tv and it's comparing female virginity to a used junker car um and it's like two kids and i think they just got out of prom or something 
and she's like oh you know I'll, or no they just got married and she's like oh like I'll give you a ride in my car and he's like it looked like the whole football team has taken a ride in your car before and she's like I mean it was just this person this one time but da 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 and he's like no I don't want to ride anymore and so they they like not, they're not even openly talking about sexual anatomy or like the actual act of sex itself, but they're comparing it to, you know, help, help like giving a friend a lift in your car. But because the car is, you know, like a like a beat up type of car, not very well taken care of, you don't want to ride in it anymore. And so, you know, the kids are making jokes about it and stuff. But, you know, Sunny actually speaks up and it's like, well, the amount of people that you give a ride to does not dictate the, like, the the anatomy of your car. Um, and, you know, so she kind of tries to explain just how the amount of partners you have does not change your physical anatomy um, or anything like that. But you know, she's not seen as, as being serious per se. Um, and honestly, I think the, the commentary on sexual education and, um, the, the politicizing of healthcare is what I liked most about this movie. The rest of it was, mm, I'm not going to say it was bad. No, I'm not going to say it was bad. It was just, overused sure um they also so with it being in the midwest it seemed like sunny and lupe were the only like um teenagers of minority in that school like lupe was from a hispanic family sunny was from an indian family and so like throughout the movie it's just like little remarks made about like their ethnicity um so like when when sunny had her party at her house the kids were walking in somebody said i thought it would stink like curry in here and when i tell you i gagged because what do you mean like have you that's it's that's just such a disrespect such a disrespectful thing to say to somebody who's invited you into their home literally have some respect um but it's commentary on women's health care and women's rights, but it's masked as a cliche teen movie about sex. And, um, you know, like I've said before, you had the cliche one-liners and um, it really wasn't like, it sure it might have been like cheeky, but it, it just, it didn't make me giggle. Um, but I really did like how it showcased issues that like midwest teens might face and when it comes to the conversation of teens and sex and like sexual health um a lot of adults will say you know well then they just shouldn't be having sex but the matter of the fact is that you you can't just say that and you can't limit people access to um to certain healthcare because they shouldn't be doing it in the first place and so all that you really can do is 
educate them properly. And I think that's what America lacks is proper sex education. And so making sure that Sonny and that, that, you know, little Christian boy, like, could have made sure that the condom was the right size. Um, you know, she could have, she, Sonny could have maybe peed after it happened. Not the next morning, but immediately after or something like that, you know? And that's things that sexual education um, can highlight. Sexual education can talk more about um, just safe sex practices. Um, But because religion and politics have kind of intersected over the years, um, sexual, sexual education and sexual health are taboo to talk about with anyone under the age of 18. Um, Even under the age of 16. And while that might be crazy, um, I, I feel like there's enough data out there to show, okay, what age are teens starting to have sex? Um, what, you know, what age are teens thinking about it and starting those conversations then maybe, you know, maybe not outright, but even then I feel like a lot of people struggle with the idea of sex and they struggle with the right practices for sex because no one talks about it. Everyone underestimates like the, the, the brain capacity of, of teenagers and it is such a demeaning thing. Like when you have a conversation with an adult and they're like, oh, like they're too young to be knowing about that, that they're too young to be thinking about it or whatever like that, they wouldn't understand it. I mean, look at everything that, they're, that teenagers are exposed to online. Everything that we're exposed to online. I've learned things that I never even knew existed online. So it's like, would you much rather have that kind of heart-to-heart um like controlled conversation between you and your son, you, your daughter, whatever the case may be, instead of them learning it online. I don't know. I feel like that might be that might be a safe option. Um with everything going on in our society in America, um I really wanted to I wasn't even planning on covering this movie. Um I in the beginning when I was talking about how something inspired me to watch this, like I I genuinely wouldn't have even watched it if it weren't for what's going on with the Supreme Court right now. Um, but I felt like it was a good opportunity to just use this platform and um, kind of enlighten you all, um, but just to have a space to talk about it. Um, when people talk about women's health care rights, um, and particularly when it comes to um, sexual health and abortion, um, it's a very tough topic for a lot of people. And, you know, you don't have to like it. You, it can make you feel however it makes you feel on the topic. But the idea of there being an option to have an abortion without being criminalized for it um, should not be controlled 
by anyone. There are many reasons why women choose to have abortions. Um, some of those some of those reasons are not even their choice, but the man's choice. And I that you know that's even a conversation that is not had very often. But whatever reason they have for having an abortion should be nobody else's business but theirs. Um, and especially because if, if we don't feel supported by our healthcare system, by our employers, by the government, we should have the, op- you know, it's like if we're not supported as humans and citizens, how can we support a child? Um, a lot of people, a lot of women have, you know, they're in tough financial situations. They are in tough living conditions. They are unable to support themselves. And so it's only fair for them to have that option. What I... My goal for talking about this was to really just give you all um, some sort of media to watch and to be kind of inspired to learn more about um, because you might only be educated on the on the healthcare laws in your own city or in your own state and especially where we might be headed as a country um, in the next month or two, um, I would definitely advise you to just get educated on it, whether you support abortion or whether you don't support abortion. Um, it's important to know your your city and your state laws and your rights as a human being. Um, and especially because there are a lot of states with trigger laws where if Supreme Court were to um, get rid of Roe versus Wade, then there are a lot of states that have laws that go immediately into effect um, at that moment. And so you want to make sure whether you're in one of those states and take the take the precautions or um you know, take the steps that you, that you need to be safe as, as a human in America and as a woman in America. Um, this I'm not just talking to women on this because this is something that everyone needs to be educated on. Um, you know, men who are men who date women, um, you know, women themselves. And if even if you are just an ally to women, like if you just support women's rights and women's health and women's well-being, um, you know, these are these are things that as we get older, we, we need to know. We need to know where we stand and what our options are in terms of just of just living, you know. Um, so, yeah, I feel like this might have been a very short podcast. I don't know. I just really wanted to... I had some things to get off my chest. And things got real serious um, real quick. But yeah, I just... It's sad to kind of see... Like... That we're not too far from, you know, 1970s. 
when Roe versus Wade was enacted. That's really all for this episode. I, I've, I, <laughs> this movie was really just like a catalyst for me to talk about that. Um, but I think on Letterboxd, I rated it. I rated it like maybe a three. I don't know. Um, it didn't get a very high rating for me. I can say that um, because dialogue overused. Um, the like the over sexualized teen girls. I would rather just not see that. Um, and yeah, I really, I really only liked the messaging behind it. Um, so yeah. Um, I hope that you do seek out, even if it's not this movie, there are a bunch of movies just about um, women's healthcare rights and um, women's women's sexual health rights, um, and you know, like in in terms of history too, like Roe versus Wade. There's a documentary on Hulu about it. Um, so I just I hope that you all do look out for those. Um, look out for those movies and do your research and um, get educated on on the subject because you'll definitely need it anyways you can always find me on instagram and letterboxd and twitter i hope to see you next episode